you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I grew up in Koreatown, just a few blocks away from the Ambassador Hotel on Wilshire. Now, every time I went past it, it was impossible not to think about how Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated there. Today, it's 50 years since that happened. We'll hear from someone who was not only there, but survived getting shot when it happened. His story's ahead when Take Two continues. Back now with Take Two on 89.3 KPCC. I'm A. Martinez. Fifty years ago today, Robert F. Kennedy had just won the California primary and was poised to take the Democratic nomination for president. Then shots rang out in the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles, where Kennedy had just given his acceptance speech. He died the following day. Five other people were wounded that night, including Paul Schrade, a union official active in Kennedy's campaign. Reporter John Kalish interviewed the 93-year-old Schrade at his Hollywood Hills home recently. He brings us this story on Schrade's life in the decades following Kennedy's assassination and his efforts to honor the man he had fought for. It was in 1968 in Delano, California, when Bob Kennedy was visiting Cesar Chavez that Schrade first urged Kennedy to run for president. He came up on a small plane with a couple of his guys and I just pounded him that he had to run, had to run, had to run. Well, he didn't say he was going to run but he asked a lot of questions about California politics. This was on a Sunday. On Friday, he announced that he was a candidate for president. Schrade immediately endorsed Kennedy and was promptly called on the carpet by his boss, Walter Ruther, who was then head of the United Auto Workers Union. Ruther did not support Robert Kennedy. Still, during the presidential primary campaign in California, Schrade worked tirelessly on Kennedy's behalf. When voters went to the polls on June 4th, the Kennedy campaign was shocked to learn that the polls had closed early in East L.A. and in Watts. Which was really a serious problem because this is where we expected a big vote. Those polls had closed early because 100% of the people in those districts had voted, which had never happened before, you know. And it just showed the kind of spirit that there was from Latinos and black Americans for Bob. During his victory speech at the Ambassador Hotel, Kennedy made a point of thanking his labor supporters. And I want to also, if I may, just take a moment more of my, your time to express my appreciation to Paul Schrade from the UAW, who uh, worked so hard, and all the other members of the labor organizations, the members of the labor union. Robert Kennedy thanked others in the victory speech, including his wife, Ethel, who was pregnant with the couple's 11th child. These are the last words Kennedy spoke before a public audience. My thanks to all of you, and now it's on to Chicago, and let's win there. Thank you very much. Do you remember how you felt listening to him give that victory speech? I was elated and very happy about his victory because, first of all, I'd been part of it, but it was also happiness over the fact that I had done what I thought I had to do despite the opposition of Walter Ruther, my mentor and president of my union, who opposed what I was doing. After the speech, Schrade accompanied Kennedy on his fateful walk into the kitchen of the Ambassador Hotel en route to a meeting with reporters. The television lights went on and it sort of blinded me and I felt a shock. I was shaking violently and I didn't know it, but I was shot in the head. I didn't know that at that particular moment. I thought I was being electrocuted. 
I came to on the floor finally with a doctor holding my head. The bullet didn't pass through Schrade's skull, and as a result, he didn't suffer any permanent physical damage. I survived it, but emotionally I didn't. I was in really bad shape for a long time and depressed, but also very angry at losing Bob. And a lot of my staff people said, you know, you're not doing your work. I was defeated for office a couple of years later. Schrade took a job in an aerospace factory with an active UAW local. Just to get to a quiet place, they downgraded me to a stock room job. I needed to work, and I just wanted to get away from everything, and that's one way to do it, in a dull job. I just felt that, that was the proper place for me for a long time. A few years later, in the mid-1970s, New York Congressman Allard Lowenstein contacted Schrade and convinced him that the police investigation of RFK's assassination was deeply flawed. Schrade then became active in legal efforts to reopen the case. The ballistic evidence was checked as a result of a suit filed by Paul Schrade, a former union executive who was wounded when Robert Kennedy was killed. A small fraternity of independent investigators, journalists, and authors has spent decades looking into the possibility that Sirhan Sirhan was not Kennedy's sole assassin. The skeptics include RFK son Robert Kennedy Jr. Bill Kleber is the co-author of the book Shadow Play. Paul Schrade is our father in all this. I get emails from him almost every other day saying, hey, did you look at this? The bullet striations on this thing don't really match up. And we go back into looking at the bullet striations and did they really match and all this stuff. And this is what he's thinking about all the time. And he's a fighter. And so a half century after Robert F. Kennedy was gunned down, 93-year-old Paul Schrade continues to question the official account of the killing. In 2016, he testified in support of Sirhan's parole. He insists that act was one that Robert Kennedy would support. So here is a man of justice, has not had justice. The American people and the Kennedy family have not had justice because we don't know who shot Robert Kennedy. We know Sirhan did not. Although Schrade and others acknowledge that Sirhan fired a gun that night, they believe a second gunman killed Kennedy. You have said that the first bullet Sirhan fired was the one that hit you. Well, that's what the police say. And yet you still forgive him. I was an innocent bystander. If he was trying to shoot Robert Kennedy and shot me, doesn't mean that he had any animosity or any feelings about me at all. So I feel free to forgive him for shooting me. In the many years since Robert Kennedy was assassinated, Paul Schrade has devoted himself to another mission, to memorialize Kennedy in a meaningful way. In 1987, he got involved in the long protracted struggle to demolish the Ambassador Hotel and build a complex of public schools that bears Kennedy's name. Judy Baca, an artist who was active in the campaign, says Schrade was a tireless advocate for building the schools. Paul was stubbornly refusing to give up hope on the idea that this could become a place that could remember Bobby Kennedy in the appropriate way. Paul felt, as did the Kennedy family, that what was most important to preserve was not that particular terribly ghoulish moment in which Kennedy was shot. What Schrade and other advocates of the school construction wanted to preserve was Kennedy's dedication to social and economic justice. 
Baca was commissioned to create two murals in the school's library honoring Kennedy. That library, which was built on the footprint of the ballroom where Kennedy gave his last speech, is named in Paul Schrade's honor. Baca remembers showing Schrade the murals just as they were completed. Walking him through that space that had been such a terrible moment for him and asking him, is it transformed? Did we do it? And with tears in his eyes, he said, you did. This is what we dreamed of. Artist Judy Baca joined Paul Schrade and others close to Robert F. Kennedy last weekend at the school complex dedicated to Kennedy's memory. For Take Two, I'm John Kalish. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.